Well, welcome to another podcast here at Crossroads Community Church. Glad to have you along with us. And guess what? I got somebody that's pretty familiar to y'all right across from my desk, Eddie Hammond. Say hey. Hey, Steve. Good to be back. <laughs> it's good to have you back, buddy. Well, as you can maybe hear out of my voice, I'm a little bit under the weather, but uh, bouncing back since Sunday, I've had a little bit of the, the not a little bit, my goodness, I think Monday and Tuesday were rough, rough days, but um, uh, I am here in the office, and you just have to kind of put up with my little frogginess in the throat, but uh, we're going to have a great time today in our podcast here, and uh, I sure appreciate Eddie being back and, and uh, being a part of the podcast today. Scott uh, was unavailable uh, this week, and and uh, he knew that uh, Eddie could could pick up the slack and, and, and help help out as is uh, coming into this week, and then uh, coming into this next weekend. Um, also, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But let's go ahead and have a word of prayer, Eddie, and uh, right. I'll go ahead and do that, right. and uh, we'll get started. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for loving us the way that you do. Thank you so much for Jesus Christ and and the very personal relationship that we have with you. Our prayer uh, is that those that are listening do truly know him and they do have a personal relationship. But Lord, if, if they don't, that they would get to know you and they would understand the fullness of your love and what you've done. And as we are here on this very first day of Lent, actually, mm-hmm. uh, it's a great time to start to recognize that we have so much to, um, to look forward to in this Easter season and in this time of, of refreshing our souls, reminding ourselves uh, just what we have in Jesus Christ. So thank you, Father, for our time today. I pray that you would just guide our our uh, minds and our our, um, our voices and um, uh, just be over this podcast as it goes ringing across the airwaves. We love you and we thank you for our time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, uh, you've had some refreshing time away. I did, yep. Fantastic. Yeah, it was, uh, it was nice being in the woods, walking and hanging out with God and no offense, but no people for a few days. It's just <laughs> me, right, yeah. me and God and Diana Marie. So oh, I, well, I did that every pretty much every day. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, you have a new pup too. Yeah. A new pup. Um, what's what's her name? Izzy. Izzy. Isabella Rose. She is a dandy. She fits right in. <laughs> she is a dandy, and I've got her brother, Cooper, and uh, we are. Uh, it's a it's it's something else when they get together, isn't it? My goodness gracious, they they tear and tear around and uh, run around. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, um, God knew what He was doing when He made dogs. Yeah, that's the truth. The man's companion, that is for sure. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like the story I always tell you. You lock your wife and your dog in the trunk of your car for an hour and then open the trunk, see who's glad to see you. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah well as we get started into this podcast um, last week we had Scott uh, wrapping up his time and talking a little bit about 
the cycle of grace, but understanding the cycle of grace, the only way you can really truly understand that whole cycle is if you know Jesus Christ. Exactly. And as he wrapped it up, he, he was asking that very question, do you know him? Um, talk to us a little bit about um, some of that very aspect of, of a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you would, Pastor. Well, I, I think that's a, a great question that, that Scott asked, and, and I think it's, it's, a, it's a question that continues, we need to continue to ask. We know him, but then there are a lot of people we come in contact with. Uh, that's, a, that's a great opening question. Mm-hmm. Do you know him? Mm-hmm. Well, you do or you don't. You know, and it, a lot of times when we witness, we stumble over words on what to say, but boy, and, and do you know him? Do you know about Jesus or, you know, do you, do you actually know him? Or I heard a, an evangelist one time say that when he was teaching on being a witness for Christ is, do you know Jesus or are you in the process? That was the question he would ask. And a lot of times if they didn't, they, at least they could say, I'm in, we're in the process or whatever. But, but here's the, the thing that Scott kind of brought the plane in for a landing, if you will. Do you know him? Yes or no. And then the question is, does he know you? Absolutely. He knows every human being. And that's, and that's what he expects out of us to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. And if we do know him, to, to build on that relationship. But uh, in Ephesians 2.10, uh, it says we are God's workmanship. That is, that is, uh, is when we come to Christ, we're just like a lump of clay. I remember you did that head of Christ that mm. time in a, in a message series, like mm-hmm. Michelangelo putting stuff, uh, sculpting and putting things together. But, but So we come to that, and he takes this lump of clay, so to speak, and he turns it into a work of art, that it's his masterpiece and uh, this new creation that he's making and molding in the image of himself, actually, the Christ that is. And uh, it kind of reminds me of Mr. Holland's opus. Mm-hmm. He waited his whole life to bring that out and that, in that movie, but in our lives, we are God's, God's opus. Right. Um, I found something here that this morning when I was when we talked about doing this podcast if we truly understand God's grace it will change our lives but to understand his grace we must first comprehend the depth of our sin and our complete spiritual deadness prior to receiving God's grace only then can we appreciate that being made alive with Christ is an act of pure grace it is the sheer gift of God that he raises the dead and gives us new life we have been made anew no longer trapped by the world and the devil to mindlessly walk in rebellion against God, we now belong to him, having been seated in his very presence in the heavenly realms. Now that we have been made alive with Christ, we are able to walk in a way that pleases God. We have been created for good works. We can walk in the deeds he has prepared for us to do, not to gain our salvation, but because we are saved by grace. Hmm. If we truly understand this, nothing can remain the same. It doesn't. Something has to change. The burden of sin and guilt has been lifted. Our feelings of inadequacy are now quenched. We may rest secure in the overwhelming love of God and His abundant mercy. We know the truth, freedom of the, the new true freedom of God's grace, and it goes back to Ephesians 2:10, which I didn't finish. We are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Mm. All of our purpose on earth is why we're here. Yeah, we're here to make disciples and teach them, but. 
we're also to be in the, in the process to do good works. Yes. And that's a 24-7, whether we're doing good works with our family, doing good works with those we work with, those out on the street, strangers that we meet, those that work at the grocery store. We're in the process of doing good works, and that is reflecting Christ to the world. So yeah. Yeah. that's kind of what I got out of that. Yeah, and it's 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 perfect. It, it goes right in that whole realm of the cycle of grace and the way the way that um, uh, Scott had brought that to us through Trevor Hudson um, and, and the very fact that as he's producing that very fact of that cycle, that, that grace cycle and in us and, and continuing to show uh, his purpose into our lives and, and how we acknowledge him, we can touch so many if, if we just allow Christ to continue to work mm-hmm. and to flow through us, right, to reflect him. And to know him, you know, one of the things that we did on Sunday was we we did that little game, you know, do you, do you know this guy, you know, and we started off and it was things like, you know, like Peyton Manning yeah. and Andrew Luck and, oh, yeah, and the different things. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you know. And, well, and uh, I watched that and I think there's some you didn't know. Yeah, that's the truth. Kind of fooled I, you a little bit. <laughs> it did, it did. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, the whole gist was, yeah, I know him, but I don't really know him. And no know him, you know what I mean? Or right? know of him. Right, right. You know about him, and maybe we knew a little bit more about him. Like Scott, I asked, hey, you know that guy up there? He said, oh, yeah, that's Billy Graham. Yeah. You know his wife? Yep, yep, I do, and Ruth. And Do you know his son's name? Yeah, I sure do. And where was he born? Well, yeah. this place and that yeah. place. He knew quite a bit about him. Right? Yeah. But for him to have knocked up on his door... And and said, hey, uh, Billy, it's, it's Scott. Yeah. Uh, he would have said, well, brother, I, I don't think we've ever met, but come yeah. on in. I'm sure yeah. it would have been one of those deals, you know, but he didn't really know him. And then that personal relationship that we have found within the Father's uh, love and just this unconditional acceptance. But we've got to, we got to come to him first and to get to know him by simply saying, boy, well, we talk about it many, many times, don't we, about the ABCs mm-hmm. of, of, uh, of, of this very thing. Admit that we're sinners. Admit that we, that we're, uh, that we, that we need a Savior. Uh, believe that Jesus Christ was uh, and is the way, the truth, and life. Mm. And then to confess our sins, to say that we are, we're here and we are sinners lost by lost in this world um, and in fact doomed for death if we don't accept and understand our eternity is in the balance there but to know him personally yeah. means eternal life and this cycle of grace continues to just pump the newness of it mm-hmm. and then we're able to go and to be effective into the world right and um this whole cycle of grace, when we understand it and we understand his mercy and grace, it helps us with those difficult passages in the Bible that almost offend us. Mm. There are, and the more and more that, that you read the scripture and the more and more you live in this world, you understand that the two don't line up. Mm-hmm. There's a man's worldview and there's a God's worldview. And there's too much of the man's worldview that's been been presented uh, in the world as fact when it's not fact. You know, news media is always talking about misinformation. 
there's a lot of misinformation in the world mm-hmm. about God and yeah. the Bible. And um, this book that I, I've been reading about refocusing the, the gospel, which is the good news, is that the, the problem is the world has taken on, like the Greeks it, that Paul spoke to on Mars Hill in Athens, mm-hmm. they, they had many gods. They, they couldn't narrow it down. And the, the world's taken on like a Greek perspective instead of gods. Mm-hmm. So it, and it's like we've, you know, we've talked about this before with, with our generation and with these younger ones coming up. They've not heard Bible stories. They don't have yeah. the stories that we just took for granted that we knew, even mentioned in school sometimes. That's all gone. Yeah. So when you start preaching the gospel these days, you got to go clear back to Genesis. You got to start with original sin. It's got to because they don't have, and, and that gap between Genesis and and mm-hmm. now is huge. And they don't all those stories. They don't. I don't even know if the average um, person on the street even knows the story about Adam and Eve yeah. anymore. It's, the, the it's full, a tragedy to full, me. Full story. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then uh, and then the, the sacrifices that were brought by Cain and Abel. Exactly. The whole process through that, and where it was all, uh, you know, attributed right straight down through time. Uh, the, the many many different stories. You're right. That's that's interesting. And, and the reason I'm I'm saying all this is <laughs> after Sunday, people probably wish that Scott was back. He's a little more easy <laughs> sometimes on. As far as preaching grace, but you need that. But but God's taken me back to First Corinthians, and He won't let me. He won't release me. Uh, the title of the message is God's answer to an unhappy marriage. The big idea is God should be in the middle of every marriage, and the text is First Corinthians seven seven through sixteen. If you want to read that, but it, it it's encompassing relationships, and there are things within the context of God's word that offends us because if we've bought into the world's worldview. It rubs up against that, rubs us raw, so to speak, mm-hmm. and say, "Well, I don't, I don't agree with that. That's not the way it is. No, but it's the way it should be. Yeah. There is the difference, the way that it is, the way that it should be. Right. And a, a lot of times, we, uh, I'm going to be talking about divorce, and all of our families pretty much has been affected to a degree in mm-hmm. one way or another. Mm-hmm. I hard, I, I, be, I would say that there's hardly any families." that come here, that somewhere in their married family or with their uh, immediate family, that divorce has not somehow touched them. Right. Uh, God hates it. And the point is, you've got to make this marriage that you're in now last. That's what God expects of you because you've heard the truth. That's right. You know what God says. You can't go back and change it. Mm -hmm. Sure, we've made mistakes, but you've got to treat the marriage that you're in like it's your first one. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where we're going on that. Well, I tell you this, good stuff, and, and it's things that we need to hear. Uh, the Holy Spirit knows the timing. He knows exactly. all things that are, that are wrapped uh, around this society, this culture, this, this very community. And, and um, he doesn't want crossroads or anyone listening to this pos- podcast to, to miss out on what he is instilling in the, by truth into our life. Yeah. And that's that's the thing we need to come to the grips with. And that so, uh, thank you. I, I appreciate Scott coming to, to fill in for me. Um, he he did a great job. I I did listen. Um, every every Sunday I'm sitting there and I, I missed <laughs> missed 
miss people. I did. I, I yeah. did. I, I needed that, that time off. But then also I, I was here. My heart was here. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated Scott standing in the gap. And down toward the end of that message Sunday, he, he stood down for honey. He said, I, I'll stand in the gap. And that's, that's pretty much what leaders do. Yeah. We stand in the gap, yeah. you know. Yeah, he made made reference there. It's not on the uh, it's on the live feed uh, recording. It's not on the uh, audio recording. But he said, um, just as the prodigal yeah, son, he did. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just standing there, and the father, I'll stand in the gap as that representation. Yeah. And if you'd like to come, and and I, I think it was very well done. I think that. Uh, well, and I think people came in their heart. I believe so too. I, I don't, so too. you know, I don't, you know, I wasn't there, but I didn't really see anybody. But I'm sure there were a lot in their mind, in their heart, was was there at that at altar, uh, confessing things to God, and yeah. that's kind of how I see that. I I come out of a system that had altar calls, and on occasion people would come. It wasn't an ever Sunday occurrence, but uh, the fact is when. When God brought me here to plant this church, I, I wanted people to respond to the gospel. But I didn't want to create that mindset that for you to know God or have an experience with God, you have to come up here at this place, at this spot. Mm-hmm. It has to be in the heart. My thing about the front with, with the altar call is people coming alongside people and knowing um, that they've got some stuff going on in their life, and because we love them, we will gather around them and pray with them, and if they have answers, to try to answer them, you know. But it's just, and Scott alluded to that fact, too, that you don't have to be to do this. It's just the fact if you want some help yeah. along the way. Yeah. So that's kind of how I see that. And then we invite people to come up front and accept Christ. A lot of people, we want to give them that opportunity if they don't know how, right. you know, so... Yeah, and, and you know, as coming up front, um, we've we've you and I have talked about this many times, but coming up front is a is a declaration. It's in a sense, it uh, is a testimony of itself. It's saying, um, "I'm I'm in need of a savior," and it is tough in this day and age, isn't it? I mean, to to be able to come in into a, even a small yeah. community, a small church, and to think, well. I wonder what's wrong with that yeah, guy. Exactly, that's whatever. what we think. But uh, but I think that one of the things is we need to do as a as a body, is and one one neat thing about Crossroads, my goodness, the church is a loving church, and those that have ever wondered about that, I can tell you that uh, there's not anyone looking at anyone no, else going no, not at all. Oh well, look at that rascal. I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, that's the truth. Well, and we can slip right into um, talking about what we're going to be doing uh, on uh, March 24th as another testimony uh, or a, um, a chance to, to testify about what God is doing in our lives, and that is uh, through baptism. So what's, right. that's on uh, March 24th, 24th uh, first or second service? It'll be second. Second service. Yeah. And um, it'll be most likely at the end of the second service, right? Okay. So if you'd like to uh, be baptized or to talk about that with Pastor Eddie, go ahead and give us a call at 812-268-0088. And um, uh, we can definitely uh, talk to you and and, uh, put you on the list. And um, And, and if we would have wanted it, 
wanted a shouting baptism, we could have went out to uh, Solomon Park and Lake. <laughs> Water would still be pretty nippy. Yeah. <laughs> or we can just not turn on the heater well, yeah, uh, yeah. on the 24th. Brother Curtis, he can help us do that. So. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, why don't we wrap up this podcast today with a word of prayer. I'd love to be able to have you do that, Pastor. And right. Great to have you back. Father, we love you, and we just thank you for your word. And uh, if we're all honest, Lord, it, it, it's, it's, your word does just exactly what it said it did in Timothy. It cuts right to the quick. It goes through all of our excuses, all uh, the layers that we try to wrap ourselves around so uh, the truth doesn't bother us so much. But in all reality, nothing holds off your truth, and it goes right to our hearts. And we thank you for that. So I, I thank you for grace, Lord. and. Uh, may we not take it for granted. Yes. Uh, I thank you for my brother Scott uh, doing such a, a fantastic job uh, explaining that, the cycle, and bring yes. us back around to where we're at and what that's supposed to produce in our life, which is we're to do good works. So I pray that uh, you help us to do that. So, And for uh, relationships and marriage and those you know, contemplating marriage fathers, we think about Sunday and what you're going to say to us. So I lift that up as well. Thank you for Steve, Lord, and just pray he gets to feeling better. We ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining me here today. And and uh, it's exciting what the future holds. We know that, that the Lord holds the future and anything that uh, is a part of his plan is exciting because we know that he's always at work. Amen. is in the midst of uh, doing great things here in Crossroads. We just trust it. And uh, we, we are so thankful that you've had a time of rest. And uh, as the Lord continues to pursue you on as, uh, as he puts you into different uh, places for the future for um, here at Crossroads and, and uh, bringing the messages to us and uh, ministering to people, we're just excited about that. Thank well, you, Steve. Love you, Pastor, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, and we'll have another podcast next week. All right. All right. We'll see you.